Brothers and sisters, welcome back to another episode of Contemporary Islamic Law. Thank you so very much for joining us. Today, inshallah, on this show, we're going to be talking about music. So, salam alaikum, Sayyidna. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Um, I feel that music is sometimes a gray area, especially for our Western audience who live in uh, a region that there's no escape from music. So maybe we can shed some light on it and bring them to a better understanding, hopefully in this episode. What have you got in store for us? A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem, Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. I completely agree that uh, the lifestyle in the West and I believe pretty much all over the world today um, is inseparable from music. I think, you know, in an elevator, in school, TVs, radios, malls, restaurants, everywhere you go, uh, you really can't escape from music. Um, So is music halal or is it haram? That's something that, you know, we're asked every single day. I want to talk about ijtihad here for a moment with my viewers. We, the followers of Ahlul Bayt, in our madhab, we don't believe that the, the, the verdict of a mujtahid is always the actual hukm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is ijtihad. It may be the actual hukm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it may be not. But he has done that to the best of his ability to get us closer to hukm al-waqai, to huk- the actual hukm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now when it comes to music, one way is to say music is haram and just close the whole discussion. But then we ask, why? So they bring some ayat, they bring some ahadith, and the qara'in, the, the surrounding circumstances, and they put them together and they say, this is why it's haram. First, I want to discuss the ayat of the Qur'an. The ayat of the Qur'an that I believe are the backbone of this discussion. Absolutely. And then we will look at the hadith. obviously not all of them, but we will discuss what the hadith's language entail. And then we will discuss the time frame of those hadith, and then we'll try to derive a conclusion from Inshallah. that. So um, the first one I want to discuss is of chapter 31, verse 6, Surah Luqman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَشْتَرِي لَهْوَ الْحَدِيثِ لِيُضِلَّ عَنْ سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ وَيَتَّخِذَهَا هُزْوَةً أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ مُهِينٌ Allah says, and there are some people who prefer um, the words of amusement. Um, they follow the words of amusement. And the scholars have stated that um, the words of amusement applies to music. Therefore, this ayah specifically says, uh, condemns those people and says that those people will receive a punishment by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a humiliating punishment by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is obvious that this then becomes haram. The other ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ذَلِكَ وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَهُ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ وَأُحِلَّتْ لَكُمُ الْأَنْعَامُ إِلَّا مَا يُتْلَى عَلَيْكُمْ فَاجْتَنِبُ الرِّجْسَ مِنَ الْأَوْثَانِ وَاجْتَنِبُوا قَوْلَ الزُّورِ 
The very last portion of the ayah says, وَاجْتَنِبُوا قَوْلَ الزُّورِ Refrain from vain talk again. And this is the last ayah that we're going to be discussing. Chapter 5, verse 90, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رِجْسٌ مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ فَاجْتَنِبُوهُ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَفْلِحُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, alcohol, gambling, and idol worship, and the game of chance, something like lottery, something like lottery, رِجْسٌ مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ فَاجْتَنِبُوهُ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَفْلِحُونَ this is the ayah that I want to use to explain the ayah that we discussed okay. now. How? You see, in every one of them, it was either vain talk or wasteful talk or um, words that take us astray from God. Okay? Mm-hmm. That was used in the language of the ayat. What I want to say is that can apply to music, certainly. But it can also apply to fake news. People who are lying every single day. And we, we living in the West obviously are very familiar with, with that because facts are switched around so Absolutely, easily by absolutely. the media. And it could also apply to, you know, people who are ungodly, saying ungodly things. For example, ghibah, namima, accusations, lies. So it's not that it can only apply to music. Yes, certainly some lyrics of some music is the same, you know, the music videos sometimes and the lyrics of songs are completely ungodly. Absolutely. That is, there's no questions about that. But how about if a song talks about, if, if the lyrics of this song discuss, for example, the love of family members, you're loving your, your country or you're loving your, your, your parents or your spouse or your loved one. There are or, so many songs we hear that are about God. Or about God, for example. So what about those? Are those vain talk? Um, that let's leave this here for a second in the back of our minds. Now let's come to the hadith. The hadith state the house of music, Baytul Ghina, angels do not enter it. Or if there are alat the, instruments. The instruments of music in a house, then the angels do not enter that house. Or for example, prayer is not accepted in Baytul Ghina. What does Baytul Ghana mean specifically? Exactly, that's what we want to discuss. What does Baytul Ghana mean? Does it mean if I have a TV in my house and that TV will certainly play some music or I have an iPad or an iPhone and there's iTunes on there or YouTube on there and it contains millions of songs, is that Baytul Ghana? This is where Ijtihad comes. Ijtihad then goes to the Ahadith and tries to understand what Baytul Ghana is. There was this definition, Baytul Ghina applies to a certain specific place right. in history. Okay? okay. What was this place? This place was where the so-called Khalifa of the Muslims, Bani Umayyah and Bani Al-Abbas, would gather at, in the evenings, there would be drinking, there would be music. And musicians there would with be their instruments. adultery, there would be... Um, intoxications, there would be belly dancers, there would be slave boys, slave girls. Those places were entitled Baytul Ghina. Now they could be entitled nightclubs. Discos, pubs. Discos, whatever, pubs. I don't think anybody would disagree that angels don't enter a nightclub. Um, Your prayer is not going to be accepted there. 
It is dislike for someone to be there. It is ungodly for someone to be there. So when we look at the hadith and their background in history, and we look at the ayat that we discussed, we come back to chapter 5 that I said will resolve this whole puzzle. We'll, we'll put the pieces together. This is a general law. And you know, Surah Al-Ma'idah was revealed all the way in the end of the life of the Prophet It's in Medina. So it speaks to the mu'mineen, speaks to the believers. Drinking is haram. والميسر والأنصاب والأزلام رجس من عمل الشيطان Adultery um, Gambling for, Where is this found? This is found in Baytul Ghina Even though Baytul Ghina developed later on But this is what Allah puts in, in a package Puts them all together رجس من عمل الشيطان فاجتنبوه Refrain from it لعلكم تفلحون and that is exactly what I want to talk about. The culture that this music comes with. Look at the music you're listening to. What kind of culture does it promote? Exactly. Does it promote a godly culture? Or does it promote a different type of culture? A culture that deviates you and takes you away from Allah and takes you away from being a human being. Um, that is certainly haram. That is what the, the, the ayat were discussing. Um, so in the end of the day, we... Look at the evidence. We look at the, the way that our maraja derive those laws and then we'll make a decision from there. All right. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Sayyidna. And thank you to our audience for being with us on another episode of Contemporary Islamic Law. Don't forget to share with us your questions and suggestions and we'll make sure to discuss them in future episodes. Until then, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. <laughs>